You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio, and this is uh, the pleasure of um, owning some of the part of the station. I own the bathroom part and the <laughs> supply part that has all the rolls in it. But anyway, uh, this is a special edition of David's Pick, and I thought... Who better to ask in to be on our infamous panel? I had I had uh, PhDs lined up, but they couldn't find the find the location. They were too smart, so I, I reverted back down to uh, just HDs. <laughs> they heard the man. They may have had better judgment than us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, we have Victor Armendariz and Mister. Uh, Roger B. What does a B stand for? It's blank. Bihar. Bihar. Oh, I thought just. But everyone's going to ask me how to hey. spell it, so I just don't use it. Hey, just because oh. he has the look, sometimes it doesn't mean it stands for blank. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Anyway, we're going to be talking about uh, what's going on this weekend, and there's, you know, there's a lot of sides to the circle on what's gone on this past weekend. And, you know, it's a shame. It's terrible. And like I pointed out to a friend, or he used to be a friend anyway, that, you know, everything about it was terrible. But the fact is, we live in a country with 330 million people in it. And I can even say in this little bitty room, there are probably a couple of nuts. Uh but at least. Least. nothing personal yet. At least I can confirm that. No offense, <laughs> but but no. I mean, you know, this is this this was these people were deranged for whatever reason, uh, and we've heard everything from blame it on the bookkeeper in the White House to uh, up and down the gambit, and you can't. The, things are going to happen, and. I can't watch Victor all the time, nor would I want to. Um, no, you wouldn't. Nah. <laughs> and uh, Roger, you know, watches him all the time, but look at Roger now. <laughs> That's so, right. Totally corrupt. You know, so, no, I mean, the, the, the whole thing has been, I don't want to say blown out of proportion. It's terrible. And, and 20 lives taken by some crazy and 22 lives now, I believe it is. Right, and, a few more. Uh, and the thing then in Daytona was terrible. It, it's all bad. There's there's not a saving grace in it at all. But we have to realize as a country, things are going to happen. And the next to them doing the shooting is the people that are blaming Trump for it. I mean, that just goes beyond the pale. Uh, I'm sure he left the White House, flew out to El Paso, and uh, took his AR with him, and let's let's see who we can blow up. And then he then he left El Paso and went to Dayton. Come on, I, you know this. It's just crazy. And until this country grows up, or individuals in this country grow grow up and start making some realizations i don't think it's going to change and i'm going to i'm going to turn it over to you guys in just a second i'm going to leave all of this with one passing thought this was two crazies out of 330 million that's one point second point is if they want the answer to all of this it's home 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 and home parenting parenting and parenting 
and they can blame it on videos, they can blame it on whatever they want to blame it on, but it still comes back to how how the home life was and how the parents were uh, in one shape, form, or fashion, in my opinion. Uh, we as a society haven't learned how to take the responsibility of having kids and teaching them and so forth and so on. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to turn it over to Victor and Roger. Well, David, you hit it directly on the head with part of this problem. You know, all we're hearing now and what we're seeing and, and, and it's very disheartening because this is awful what happened to these families, and not many people can walk in those shoes on what those families are having to deal with today in El Paso and having to deal with it in, in Dayton. And for a political party in this country, within seconds, started fundraising off of these two issues. That, number one, David, is, is – it's abhorrent. It's abhorrent behavior. Um, and then you have a political party that is out there trying to beat the other political party over the head over this these two tragedies, and they make it a political issue. I have yet to hear one Democrat come out with a real proposal on what we could really do to, to really, really uh, stop some of these events from happening and really help the communities and help the people across this country because you said it david when you mentioned families there's a lot of information starting to come out and the media is ignoring it and and we've seen this if you look back at every shoot look at the 27 shootings that happened under the obama administration uh, look at the shootings that have happened this year uh let's go to the uh that the nicholas guy who uh shot up the school it was written all over his face, his social media. He he gave he basically told what he was going to do time he gave, after time. He gave after plenty time. of warning. There's very there was a lot of warning, very much so, and so much so that more than a dozen times the sheriff's office in Broward County was called out to his house because of things he was saying, things that the, he was doing and writing, and nothing was done. And the laws we have right now including an Obama-era law called the Promise Act. And the Promise Act stopped schools from notifying law enforcement that a minority was in trouble or a minority student was getting in trouble because they wanted to bring those numbers down that showed minorities going from school to jail. Maybe it had some merits. Maybe it was a good intention. But that stopped the law enforcement from making notes and putting it in the, on the record of this Nicholas guy. So that wasn't on the record. Uh, there was another shooter. Uh, I'm not going to remember the top of my head. Don't say his name anyway. Uh, yeah, right. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve Scumbag it. number two. Yes, scumbag number two <laughs> who went in and may have bought his gun legally. But when the background check was done, look, folks, a background check is only as good as the information and the data that is put in by a human. And these are government officials that are putting this data in. But when the government restricts because you're 16 years old and they say, well, at 18, we're going to expunge your record. Well, when a background check is done at the point of purchase of a gun, if that information is not there, there's no law in the world that's going to stop that person from being able to get that weapon. You know, Victor, with that said, the fact of the matter is there's only one entity in our world 
or in our life or in our bookcase that we don't read about enough mm-hmm. or whatever that could literally stop this. The fact of the matter is it ain't going to be stopped. And mm-hmm. we certainly had not got anybody in Congress smart enough to Mm-mm. come up with a plan to a- stop it. Apparently not on either side. On either side. You're right. And it's it just, you know... It's like the Boston Bomber. It's uh, any of these fruitcakes. Now, the Boston Bomber was a specific case of terrorism of a particular religion. But if they want to, if they want to do it, they're oh, going right. to do it. In a but free still, country, we yeah. are more vulnerable. But yeah. then it comes down to: Do you want, you know, do you want peaceful slavery or do you want violent freedom? But it's it's you're you're looking well, at peaceful slavery, and it's happened in Russia. It's happened. It can happen. You get somebody that's sick enough, and and you know the the, and we're going to have Doctor Blank on here later, but the fact of the matter is, there's there's just a very thin line between genius and a total sicko, insanity, you know? insanity. insanity. So you get somebody that's okay. We're going to take poof. I just took everybody's gun away. In the world, there's no gun can be found. Mm-hmm. If you're sick, sick enough, you'll make a bomb. You'll make a this. You'll mm-hmm. do the. You'll poison Tylenol poisoning back in the 70s or right. 80s or whenever yep. it was. Mm-hmm. If you want to kill people, you're going to you're going to figure out a yeah. way to kill people. Evil evil's not concerned with rule of law and no. and. And look, Absolutely not. There is evil in the world, and if anyone who doesn't believe that, just take a look around you. We we see it in instances like this. Now, these two shooters, obviously, obviously, they have some heavy, heavy mental issues. But there's an evil aspect there. And David, you are correct, and and Roger, you're correct. You know, terrorism is terrorism, whether domestic or foreign. But these people who are going to do these acts. They're not going to be stopped because they can't get a gun. If they can't get a gun, they're going to get a bomb. My goodness, the guys or a in truck or a truck. The yeah. guys in Boston used a a pressure cooker. Right. You can buy that on the floor of Walmart with commonly um, used ingredients to build it. Right to to make it. Uh, but yeah, you can use a U-Haul truck. Um, well, you know, a van. America asked Israel after the nine eleven terrorists. They they asked Israel for help. They said, "How can we stop terrorists? Because you guys do such a good job of it. You know, how do we stop things from?" From happening, and they told them simply, "Look for the people. Mm-hmm. Don't look for the weapons. Mm-hmm. You know, don't take nail clippers away from an eighty-year-old woman. Look mm-hmm. for the guy who's fidgety, who's nervous, mm-hmm. who's looking around a lot. Look for a guy yes. who acts like he's doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Look for the people, not not for the the things. Things won't and, do anything on their own. And that's absolutely true. Um, which which is was kind of going back to the point we were making earlier. The weapon or the tool is not the issue." These these guys, this El Paso shooter. If you read the manifesto, and folks read the manifesto, because when you, if you're listening to the lamestream media, you're only hearing uh, a small part of that manifesto that they can use against Trump. When you read the rest, he sounds like the Democrat debate from uh, last week. Um, but he pretty much made it clear what his what ailed him and and a gun wasn't not getting a gun wasn't going to stop him from doing what he was going to do he was he was evil um, down to was, his core exactly yes. he was going to carry out this this evil and the guy in Dayton my goodness if you, his social media and his writings and postings he 
everything he it was right there the warnings were there for both of these guys and and that's what I'm talking about going back to your point David where it does start in the home yeah, um, there was an amazing statistic out yesterday about most of these – it was in the 90%, I believe, of these troubled youths who are doing the shootings, single-parent fa- single homes. So we have to start looking at w- at the root causes, and, and let's follow the – instead of following the weapon and trying to – Blame an inanimate object exactly. for somebody's use of it. That's right. You can't blame the object. Accept. Okay. <laughs> when you're talking about the home, and I think uh, Brett and I talked about this, this red, the red flag thing, you'll start, you'll start a situation mm. where family members are killing family members. Oh yeah, yeah the red flag laws have yeah. they they're a, they're so broadly written you can't use them right no, now. I mean it's it's crazy. And tell people what they are. Well, red flag law is just. Where somebody can turn you in if they believe you're a threat to yourself or others and they can take legally owned guns away from you on the word of somebody who they feel has authority. A teacher, a a judge, a politician. A wife. A wife, an ex-wife, a family member. In fact, one gentleman lost his life because his sister turned him in because she didn't like his political leanings and thought and, and because he argued them, you know, loudly. And they ended up killing this guy trying to take his guns away, although he had no previous record of any violence or any wrongdoing. So where's, you know, everybody is searching around for the answers. The Democrats' answer is, is get rid of Trump and get rid of all the guns. That ain't going to do it. Mm-mm. And, there, you know, I'm sorry. Like I said earlier, it's going to happen. One way or the other, it's mm-hmm. going to happen. You can't have... 330 million sane people, unfortunately. But that's fact. And in the world, too, that's fact. And with that being said, we're going to take a break. We'll be back right after a couple of messages from our sponsors. Stay tuned. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers timothy and the guys recently moved me and i am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving call timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience around town movers for that local or cross-country move timothy Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key. 
and the trained staff at EHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works, 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on America's Web Radio, a special edition of David's Pick. And I want to thank Victor and Roger for coming in today and uh, doing the show. And remind everybody to, uh, to stay tuned after this hour. We'll have Victor's On Point. I wonder what he'll talk about. <laughs> but it'll be... Um, David's pick part two. Right. All right. Renamed yeah. on point. But uh, and, and after, after that, that uh, we got a guy named Locked Lee and loaded. <laughs> with Mr. B. Mr. There was B. a there was a lady on some TV channel or on some TV Ms. Miss B or something. Do you remember that? Oh, I don't remember that vaguely. Aunt remember. B. Aunt yeah, B. Aunt B. Uh, oh, Mayberry. Mayberry, yeah. yes. I wonder how many shootings they've had. Oh, did anybody check? And, and I, you know, I don't want to be morbid about this thing, but, you know, like I said, it's terrible the 22 and 9 were killed in El Paso and Dayton. But how many were killed in Chicago over the weekend? Oh, you know, I funny, have that statistic. Funny you should right ask. Here. Funny you should ask. Seven people were shot and killed in Chicago over the and weekend. And 48 it, others were yeah. injured by gunfire. So a total of 55 in, shoot, shootings in, in Chicago. Chicago this weekend. That's a that's a normal weekend in Chicago. But Well, you know, I think they ought to have gun laws in, where you can't have guns in Chicago. Oh, you wait. know, David, it's funny. You should say that. Chicago has one of the strictest anti-gun laws around um and well it must be working and it seems to be working flawlessly yeah come on you know in the eyes of a democrat they have drug laws okay you're not supposed to have drugs they can't keep drugs off the streets they can't keep them out of schools they can't keep them out of federal prisons these people are locked up 24 7 and they can't keep drugs from getting in there Mm -hmm. how are they going to keep guns from getting into the hands of criminals but they want to take my guns away even though they can't stop drugs from getting into a federal prison they're going to stop guns from getting into the hands of criminals yeah not going to happen well you know it's like uh, common sense and logic where is that in today's political uh discussions because when when a evil or an evil person, mentally disturbed person, goes in and kills people, whether it be with a gun or whatever, to turn to the law-abiding citizen and say, we've got to do something. That guy just did a awful, awful tragedy and killed people, so we're going to go to you, Mr. Law-abiding citizen, Mrs. Law-abiding citizen, and we're going to take your Bill of Rights away. Oh, you know, there's a story It makes about no this. sense. There was a general, and he was visiting a Boy Scout camp, and they were teaching the Boy Scouts how to shoot. And the lady reporter was just horrified that they were equipping these young men to be killers. Well, you're giving them the equipment to be killers. You're making them into killers. 
And the general turns to the lady and goes, are you a prostitute? She goes, oh, no, of course not. He goes, well, you've got all the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> equipment means nothing if you don't have intention. You know, there's nothing better than a general who says it like it is. You, and you know, <laughs> I, one more thing. You know, we were talking about uh, family and raising kids and things like that. And I think one thing we're missing that the technology has actually taken away from us <laughs> is community. Mm. I mean, how many people now get everything online? Mm-hmm. You get your groceries delivered to you. You get things delivered from Amazon. You don't go to the – all the banking is done online. It used to be you'd go to the grocery store. You'd see your neighbors. you see people who live there. You go to the bank. You stand in line with your neighbors. You get to talk to them. You built a sense of community. Mm-hmm. And the technology is taking all that away. People don't talk to each other anymore. You have no way to meet your – some people live forever and don't know their neighbors. But it's you know, been replaced with videos of violence. <laughs> That's violence. Right. And there are people who will say things online that they would never say in front of somebody. Absolutely. They will, you know, they will argue and fight, but they were sitting across from a person. They'd be much more polite about it. That is an excellent point because there was an article yesterday or the day before that a huge percentage of millennials have stated and are stating that they have no friends. Now, why is that? Because they don't meet anybody because other than these online yeah. personas yeah. who they're, are not real. When they when they want to date, they text. I mean, they did. They were doing some uh, observations, let's just say, some studies, and they had millennials and and even and younger than millennials. They were within as as I sit here with you, Roger, and with arms David, reach of each other, <laughs> with texting each other instead of conversating face to face. Uh, so you, conversing, conversing, <laughs> conversing. <laughs> you know, I like to make up my own words every now and then. I know that's a popular. It, it is a word. it is a popular one, and uh, I like to you know. No, but well, I just blame Spanish. No. Oh yeah, so, there you go. But but it is a that's a huge issue, and and you're right. It, it, it there where is that community and. And it's neat to see now because there are cities all around. They're trying to do the where you live, eat, and play all in one place. And maybe maybe we can use that and, and, and get back to some community. You know, the Democrats and Republicans love to talk about community outreach. Well, how about – Start let's, by cutting off the Internet for a few hours every day. <laughs> yeah. That would drive people crazy, that, but you, you know imagine? what? They'd be forced to talk to people or, or actually have true interactions. Half the people today don't know how to interact with each other mm-hmm. when they run into each other face-to-face. Really well, you don't know who's living next to you because mm-hmm. Amazon delivers your whatever stuff, your clothes, your groceries. Mm-hmm. You know, Your banking is done online. You can do everything without leaving your house. Well, you know, it's... it's yeah, I, I want to go back to what Victor has said on many shows, his show and other shows, and that's our public education. Mm-hmm. We don't, we aren't taught how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Our kids aren't taught how. To, they're not even taught how to go outside and play. Yeah, you know, and um, right, and that's an important part of socialization you know, and learning yeah, rules so and manners. Is putting your hand over your heart and mm-hmm. saying the pledge of allegiance. That's been taken out of school. Government schools. Everything has been taken out of schools. And I, I just, you know, I agree with you. And well, the, how do you communicate if you're... Mm-hmm. Well, you think, text. You have yeah. your thumbs do your work. Social media. Well, think about it's it. sick. Think then, about it. Then they go home and they watch... Mm-hmm. The parents let them watch uh, one of the violent videos of... Or they're playing the game. Oh, you don't have to worry about killing somebody. They'll pop right back up. <laughs> Yeah, but the parents don't pay attention because yeah. they're they're just as guilty by oh, texting absolutely. and playing on their phones. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's no, no question well, about it. If, you, well, how, if you're going to be a parent, you got to be a full-time parent, not a part-time parent. How it often, doesn't work. when you want, and just think about this, and the next time you're in a supermarket or you do actually go to the store to buy something, uh, look around at uh, people with their children. If they're walking around in a cart and their, their child's in a cart or their child's walking behind them, what they're doing. They've got an iPad or the latest iPhone or the latest Samsung. Tablet or and something. Or tablet. And they're, they're, they're heads into it just just typing away or playing away. You know, when I, I used to have to, when I was growing up, my mom and dad, every Friday afternoon, <laughs> yes, I have sort of grown up a little <laughs> bit. I may not have grown up in stature, but no. So... But every Friday night, my mom and dad made myself, my brothers and my sisters, go with them, and we did a family trip to, uh, back then it was A&P, which is now a Kroger. Uh, but our, every Friday, we did the shopping for the week, and my mom and dad made us go. And what my sister and my brother and I would do is we'd go to the magazine aisle, and we were allowed to sit in the magazine aisle and either read a book, read a magazine, or flip through pages. And, and that's what we, we would do while they walked walked around and shopped and now maybe today people would be afraid of their child being kidnapped but yeah um what about going to dinner though now you see parents take their kids to dinner they sit them in front of a device and they don't see parents interacting they don't see Mm -hmm. adults interacting they don't learn how because they've never been exposed to it they focus on their own little world i mean i remember when i was younger we'd go to dinner and we'd have to behave and we'd sit Mm -hmm. there but you learned you saw how people converse. You saw how people talk to each other, how they interact. Mm-hmm. Now kids never get a chance to even see that. Or if they do, they're not paying attention. And let me tell you, I know his mother. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, let me tell you. <laughs> but it's true. We had to She'll do that. She'll throw things. Uh, you know, it's, we uh, had to do that, too, every night. That's the way we raised our sons, and it was the way I was raised, is that, you know, my parents were never embarrassed to take me anywhere my sisters we'd go to the nicest restaurant in the same way with the boys and uh we'd take the boys and uh, we took them to the jekyll island club and they were gentlemen the whole time a lady gets up they got up uh well yeah. they only misbehaved once <laughs> that's right and then they got then they got the uh, texas tailblazer that's but, right you know and, and we who was it uh I guess maybe you and I were talking about it, Brett. Uh, there is a stealth person in here that yes, there is can't be heard or seen. He he hides. And, uh, but anyway, and and the mask looks good on him. Oh, it does. Uh, it does. But <laughs> we were talking corporal punishment. Mm. You know, I bet there's not a one of us sitting here that hadn't gotten. Mm. Uh, oh, <laughs> we could we could tell you wood. stories. <laughs> And, uh, you know, and it. Oh, yes. <laughs> with the paddle, with the air holes getting in it for more speed. <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot to be said to that, David. Um, discipline. Where's the discipline now? Um, when, there ain't when, none. There's not any. Government schools, and you can refer to them as public schools. I refer to them as, as government schools because they're indoctrination centers now. They are more concerned with. Teaching a student, you can be whatever gender you decide you are that day. They're more concerned with uh, convincing kids that the environment's dying, that they're going to be dead in 10 years, so why even learn anything? Instead of focusing on civics, history, composition, 
learning to communicate, communication skills. Or even manners. Or even say manners. Please, say thank you. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't just well, grab something. Ask mm-hmm. first. That's you know. where, Roger, that discipline, civil. that discipline aspect comes in. Why can't we discipline anymore in school? If the parent can't because be there. Because it's against the, the law. Yeah, well, the parent should be able ah. to, to say to the school, okay, here's what I will allow. And as long as there's substantial evidence of my child doing uh, something wrong that they knew they shouldn't be doing, then you can do up to this level of punishment. That should Maybe this is something we can look at. There are now cameras in just about every classroom, or there could be cameras in every classroom. So now we can catch students, hey, look, Mrs. Smith, you, here is a video of your child Bullying, or your and that child wasn't any water you know, yet. right? Or the, your child completely disrespecting the stu- the teacher during class. But now I would say you know, that's that, the parents' failure because yeah, I remember back in the day, if my parents got a call from my teacher, <laughs> I was in deep, deep trouble. Deep trouble. And now the parents jump on yeah. the side of their kid and go kid. yell at the teacher for that's disciplining true. their child. Well, it comes it's by, completely again, switched. Brett and I yeah. were talking about this uh, yesterday or day before. And I had a I had a uh, brother-in-law and sister-in-law that were they were conservative, but they, in their family they were very liberal. And I never bought into this stuff. You know, a two-year-old. Well, let's sit down and reason together about what you just did wrong. Mm. How many two-year-olds, three-year-olds, four-year-olds do you know that? Uh, are equipped to reason together with a an adult or supposedly adult. Very few. Now, you bring out the little panel and you whack him once on the leg or whack him once on the butt. Now, he understands that reasoning. You don't do it again. Well, that's consequences for your actions. I mean, right now, kids don't get punished for doing something wrong, so they do things wrong. And even the legal system, once they get out from under their parents, doesn't prosecute or punish them for doing things that are wrong. Now, a kid's smart enough to realize, let's see how far we can push old Victor or Roger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he didn't like it the first time. He gave me a look. I wonder if he's got the guts to do it again. Do it again. So we'll just push and push and see. And they do it at home, and the parents let them get away with it. Mm-hmm. And then they do it at school. And so what does the school do? They advise the parents to go take them to a doctor and get a pill. Mm. Now, there is another point that we, we should def- that should be part of the discussion. How many of these kids who have done, uh, well, I say kids, but whether it's, I mean, these guys were 20, 25 years old. They still act like they, kids. They do. So let's just say the, the, these, these uh, <laughs> disturbed, evil people who are doing these acts, how many of them spent their childhood on Ritalin? Or, or some type of ADD medication. I mean, these are brain-altering medications. And to think that long-term use isn't going to have a long-term effect, I think we're kidding ourselves. Um, I, I believe this was a discussion back in Columbine uh, when right. that happened. And those had- kids were on Ritalin. And uh, this has got to be a discussion. Because what are we doing to kids, which goes back to your point, David, the parents – in the home are they using and the teachers are they using ADD medication so that that can take the burden off of controlling their kids well, off of them Trump like Santa Claus comes by every house every night and gives the kids and the- apparently it must be <laughs> it must be his fault somehow it'll be his fault but but it's a shame uh, that that we have a political class that is hell-bent on not tackling this issue not caring about the families and the people that that are going through this, 
but trying to use it as an opportunity to go after their political foe. And there's no solution going to come from that. The solution is going to come from what we're talking about. Let's find out what's happening, whether it be the home or ADD medication or just lack of, of education. And okay, with that being said, we're going to take a break that I almost slept through, but it was a good nap. We'll be back. <laughs> Give me my drug, and we'll be back. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on David's Pick. Uh, this may be the last of David's Pick. If, uh, if the rocks start flowing and we get, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> you never know. Nah, you never know. It's it's a it's a wide open world here. But we want to thank you for listening in today on America's Web Radio, and um, hope that uh, now we're fixing to go into the nostalgic part of the show and talk about old age uh, <laughs> and what we used to be able to do, and now we can barely even dream about it. But that was part of growing up back then. Yeah, you, you know, David, it's a that's a perfect point. For instance, David, let's start with you. When you were growing up and you were a kid in those crucial years, and you weren't sitting in front of a game machine, you weren't buried in the basement watching videos or TV, what were you doing? Riding my bicycle mm-hmm. and playing with the neighbors and showing, teaching... Uh, the college and pros how to play football. <laughs> that's right. And baseball. Oh, that's baseball. right. You were, you, were and, in te- uh, you grew up in Texas. Oh, yes. Where football and is everything. Football is everything. And we would play it. Uh, the, the only thing, we never got into soccer because they didn't, we couldn't spell well, it. Well, that was a and, commie sport back then. Yeah. <laughs> that's and, right. It's uh, not a real sport. <laughs> that's right. All right. Hey. hey. Yeah, a voice from where? Where did that, who said that? Um, <laughs> no, we, you know, we played, my God, we played outside. Yeah, what Believe a concept. Believe it or not, you were talking about playing in the basement. We didn't have no basement, so we had Broke. to play outside. So you had to play outside. Yeah, but we played outside, and I guess, uh, you know, I love riding my bicycle. And Mother 
We had a little, now I lived in a small town, and heaven forbid you could do this today, but we uh, maybe three blocks away we had a little bitty neighborhood grocery store. I mean, it wasn't any quick stop. It was a little bitty, about the size of this room, as a matter of fact. But mother would, she trusted me at, I guess, 9, 10, 11 years old, certainly by the time I was 10, to ride my bicycle to the local store, pick up Mm -hmm. a loaf of bread or pick up whatever, and I'd get the extra quarter to get a moon pie. You ever heard of a moon pie? And an, and an RC. And an RC. <laughs> but, no, we'd get, you know, in the summertime, you'd go and get a uh, drumstick, you know, ice cream with the uh, right. chocolate. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Uh, you know, my even my sons, and, and I, I fought myself on this uh, as they were growing up. I wouldn't have let them. We had a Kroger's maybe uh, three miles away, but they weren't about to ride their bicycles on Dunwoody Club. Right, and, uh, right. You know, go. So you know, and kids today have missed out on, mm-hmm. on. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm damn near perfect, and I hope you all understand that. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I blame it all on the way I was raised. You know, mm-hmm. and but it was fun, and and you you. Well, you 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 were breathing air, right? Well, all these Fresh kids have too air. much energy and need drugs exactly. to calm them down. Mm-hmm. This would help if you expended a lot of energy doing mm-hmm. these things. You could probably focus better. You know, Roger, maybe, maybe we need to. Um, you know, people love their pets. They love their dogs, and they take their dogs to dog parks. Maybe we need children parks. So you can take fence your child so they to can't a, get out and put them in a fence so they can't get out and make them play and and then you can sit as a parent and watch them play like you, you know watch I your got dog. in trouble the other day I saw this this woman she was had her kid on one of those leashes and uh, I you know I got she yelled at me and I all I did was ask if it was a rescue or not <laughs> but um but you know to David's point I mean. One of the awesome things about sitting here with, with Roger and the guy you can't see is we've known each other for a long time, and, and we've, we we spent a lot of, of, of growing up together and a lot of those crucial teenage years. And, and Roger and Brett, who you guys can't see, look back at what we used to do. You know, there were times when my mother would tell me I would get in trouble not for being outside – I would get in trouble because I would come home too soon, or 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 if I did didn't come home by dinner, then there was trouble. But other than that, it was get up, get outside, and I don't want to see you again until you're hungry. Yeah, I've got how, things how, to do. How in many the house? times did you catch them moving the house? <laughs> you know, only one time they really did. David move while I was out of town. <laughs> I went to a karate camp, and you didn't uh, figure it out. <laughs> I went to a karate camp, came home, they sold their house and moved to another one. Yeah, that really did happen. <laughs> it's, it really did. But, uh, but, but you know, I would go out and I rode my bicycle. We, Roger, how many times did we have uh, Army war fights and Brett with, uh, with real BB guns? Yes. <laughs> I yeah. mean, we used real – And you wonder what's wrong with your And we wonder eye. what's wrong with us now. But, the, but just take that example there. We grew up playing cowboys and Indians. That would be frowned upon today. We grew up using real BB guns, going after each other, playing army, and that would be frowned upon today. But I think it was we probably still out. frowned yeah. upon then too. Well, maybe it was. Do you, do you all have any idea how old I am? No, I can probably remember. Probably fifty-nine. 
Yeah, at least 55. But I can remember. Now, this goes back to what I was talking about earlier with the video games. But this goes back to this box that everybody had to have in their family room or in their living room that you could turn on and it had a picture. But shortly thereafter, well, there's just too much violence on television. You have the cowboys and Indians shooting each other, and there's just too much violence on the kids are going to grow up shooting people and because they see all this violence roy and dell and and hop along cassidy and all of this wow i don't even know some of those shows <laughs> and you know so it, it uh, what goes lone around ranger? sort of comes around lone, lone ranger, ranger and Tonto. and um well he was an indian he, he was an indian and then there was Hey, Pancho! <laughs> don't know that one. Which one is that? You don't remember that? No. Nope. Do you remember that? It's, oh, this might have been... It was the two Mexicans that were on TV. What? David, are you telling me that the country wasn't racist back then? Well, this was the, the Cisco Kid. The oh, Cisco Kid. Okay, I do know that show. Hey, you, Pancho! You know, that? Wow. Th- that's another thing that I had in my notes here I was going to say. The is that, No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I like Pancho just fine. But right what? now, with all the streaming services and digital, you know, and, and DVRs everywhere, you can sit in your house and watch whatever you want for as long as you want. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, if you missed your show at 8 o'clock, yeah, you, you didn't see it again it. until <laughs> the summertime when you the rerun it. came out. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But, yeah. you know, so you had much more limited choices, so you had no choice but to go out and do something else. Mm-hmm. You, know, you couldn't be entertained 24-7 by a TV by a with box. things you wanted to see. But then, but... came in by Speed Racer time, didn't we? Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. But Always then, made uh, it for Speed Racer. Yeah. But then you also, there was and another chips. thing that, that uh, you all may not have experienced, but as color TV came in, and there was a show called Bonanza on Sunday night. Oh, wow. And that was where the family gathered, mm-hmm. you know? And it was a family thing to watch Bonanza. Right, because you couldn't stream your own mm-hmm. programs of what you wanted to watch, and every family member has their own streaming device in their hand. Yep. There was one, and everybody had to agree on it, or whatever Dad said goes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> the you big know, man. That's, a, that's, that's right. another good point right there, because you can see this happening today, where a family will so-called get together for family night, but the mother and dad is watching one thing, the, then the kids are watching something else because each one of them has a pad. Right, and, and it's too so, easy to not spend time yeah. together. And then you don't discuss things, you don't talk you don't, about yeah. what you just saw. Everybody has their own yeah. you know, vision and, of what they want to see, and there's no interaction between people. And, They're losing and, the ability to communicate. And we'll hear over and over, oh, the times are different. Oh, I don't have time. I don't this. That's excuses. You can't tell me that. Hey, bull you know, squeeze. Yeah, yeah, bullshoy. Because that's that's what it is. Because if you're going to take the time to have a family, then and you are taking on the responsibility of being a parent. It's a full time. It job. is a full time job, and you've got to work that in. So maybe there. And again, look, I am not saying the government needs to because the government doesn't need to, any more power than it has. But but we got to get back to some family activities. I mean, there's there's some good things there that happen. Well, I uh, you know. There's some very good things, and one of them is in a in a black bound leather book, and uh, the other is a prayer at night with your kids. Mm. Uh, not everybody agrees with that, but uh, you know, religion even an Aesop's fable would be enough. Yeah, you know, teach them yeah. yeah. a lesson teach with something lesson. every night. Read mm-hmm. something. Read something to them. Mm-hmm. We'll be back right after this. 
Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on America's Web Radio and the David's Pick special show today, talking about, we've been talking about the shootings and uh, the terrible shootings in El Paso and uh, Dayton and what we feel like some of the problem problems are and how they can conceivably be cured. And uh, I think we all sort of we all sort of had the nails and the hammer in hand and the two by four, and we all started uh, beating those nails in the wood, and we still came up with the same thing, uh, sort of speak. And we went back to our childhoods. Mm-hmm. I think if uh, I don't know the gentleman, but the lieutenant governor of Texas brought this up in an interview uh, that I saw yesterday, I guess. Uh, and that was, you know, he he said, I'm 67. What has changed since my childhood? And we just... I think we covered most we of covered those things. It. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. No communication, yeah. no parenting. And these Black kids there. don't know how to interact with people. And they get all their information from videos and from, uh, from other people telling them what to do on the Internet. So they yeah. end up fighting. You yeah. know, they end up, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to become famous by doing something, and you know, just... And what about their, the roles of the video characters that they think, well, I'm invincible, I, I can go shoot up everything and and never be hurt. But, mm-hmm. you know, I I do respect the fact that the president mentioned the video games. I, you know, let me ask. Can you think or give me one good, solid reason we should have video games that are that violent and killing everybody and shooting everybody and running cars over every? Can you give me mm-hmm. one good reason to have them? Well, I. It's not know, like a training class. I'm not going to blame the video yeah, games I don't know for that's this. The, I mean, I think, I honestly think lack of communication and discipline. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I could I could play I've played video games and yet I haven't gone out and gone all scumbag on anybody. No, <laughs> to but, that extent, you know, no. It, <laughs> you know, no, but it's, but it can whether it, well, it, it ties into social media yeah. too, David. So sure. let's you know look at what kids today and and even adults. I keep saying kids, but adults and and whether young or old are are looking to social media for validation. 
And then when they don't get that validation, they're they're depressed or they have a couple of bad, really down days just because they didn't get enough likes or they didn't get a, a response to something they posted. Likes? Um, yeah. So <laughs> you, you, you have so you have that issue. And then um, I, I can definitely see I've heard other people make the point about the video games. You know, I I have nephews that, that were allowed to play those games and, and I – I'm amazed at how how vivid they are. They they look like movies. I, um, I would say, from my standpoint, my, I only had one son that was into that, and the other son could have cared less. He'd rather be sharpening his knives or mm-hmm. whatever. But you know, I I'm not for banning anything. I mm-hmm. think when you start. Uh, cutting out liquor and cutting out anything it's bad but if you're going to let your kids watch that or play those games Mm -hmm. then at least spend five or ten minutes or 30 minutes sitting on the couch next to them Mm -hmm. right and we're explaining to them you know that's just something you would never do when yeah. you're in well, person, you know, well, you don't explain, do this. Explain to them that this is not reality. This is just a this game. This is a game. And, and now that, David, is probably a very good point where instead of just throwing your kids in front of the video games and letting that be their daycare keeper, sit with them every now and then. Learn the game with them so you can say this But the is parents are busy watching reality shows or <laughs> yeah. streaming whatever junk they're looking at. They don't want to be bothered to actually have to be a parent. Well, that's that's probably true, and that's sad. And these people who've done this, I'd well, like to know what their background was growing up. Do well, they have two parents? Mm-hmm. Were they were they disciplined at all, or were they just allowed it, to run wild? Did they even play video games? It goes I don't back, know enough about them. It goes back to the beginning of this show when, when, when I was talking about the statistic that a lot of, most of these shooters have come from single parent homes so you hit it right there roger and and yeah as more information comes out i think we're going to learn a lot and and i think one of the things let's find out did they have video games did they spend time doing that did you know but we're already learning from their social media i don't know whether anybody here can answer it i i wouldn't be asking the question if i had the answer obviously but is is the big brother program still around there are plenty mm-hmm. of mentorship programs. Mm-hmm. In fact, I have a friend who participates in one. You know, mm-hmm. because I I think if it is a single fan or single parent situation, if you can get a a big brother or whatever you want to call it, or you know, mm-hmm. mentor, uh, yeah, you know, anything uh, to help the kids, because that's you know, a six year old, a ten year old, a fifteen year old can certainly be influenced. Oh, absolutely, and, uh, without a doubt. If you get them at the right age, maybe you can help them. Yeah. And I'm going to spark Vic off here for a minute. Uh-oh. And by saying, why are there so many single parents today? Or why are there so many kids raised by one parent mostly, or no parents, put in daycare? Maybe because federal and state taxes are so mm-hmm. high, both parents have to go mm-hmm. to work just to make ends meet. So they're being raised by themselves or by TV or by video games. Cause what's the latch? What's the key? What's the latch key? Kids. Yeah, yeah. So maybe because yeah. tax rates are up, you know, you can pay thirty five percent of federal tax, ten percent in state, and mm-hmm. every other tax that's taken out of your paycheck. So both parents have to go to work. So there's not one parent staying home and being a parent all the time. You're just trying to get me on my fair tax consumption tax <laughs> soapbox, which will be another show for another time. But but it is a good point there, Roger, because 
as these as you watch your elected officials lose their ever loving mind and act like complete idiots and do nothing to actually help this problem there really are some good solutions and that would be one of them let's remove some barriers some economic barriers so if a parent chooses to stay home that they can have that option they can afford because to do many that. parents don't have that option and how about the democrats stop making fun of a lady who wants to be a stay-at-home mom you know right now if according to the democrat party if you're a woman who stays home with your child you're not a feminist well i venture to say that a real feminist a real independent woman is the woman who takes on the burden of being a stay-at-home mom that's a that that is a full-time job no no it's like three full-time jobs exactly exactly so (laughs) but i i would also want to venture into something here that uh is is probably going to get some pushback but you know what we don't mind pushback here at america's web radio but when we talk about what are some root causes and we mentioned games we mentioned social media why don't we look also at the evidence that's coming out already look at what in el paso that shooter's manifesto if you read the whole manifesto and please go out and read this if you can find it because they're trying to expunge it from the internet Read that manifesto. This guy talks about we aren't going to be able to live because the environment is, is, is killing us. We're killing the environment. So he wrote that I have to kill people because we can't sustain life because we're killing the environment. Who does that sound like to you? Sounds like does, Democrats does pushing the global like, warming agenda. Exactly. That sounds like what kids are being taught. But in let's school not make this political. About uh, well, you know what? Unfortunately, you, we're going to have to a little bit because as we talked about schools, they're more concerned about teaching global warming and climate change than they are teaching about real manners, you know, etiquette, right. social interaction. Right. So when you have a shooter who, in his own words, on paper. Describe what you're, what they're being taught in school. That we're we're killing the environment, so we can't sustain life. So I must go in some of the life. Where's that coming from? From Folks, Thanos. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's not coming from a a conservative point of view. That's coming from today's liberal point of view. So if a elected official wants to do something about it, then maybe we need to look about what we're teaching in schools as far as this fake science with global warming and climate change. Uh, and then you go to the Dayton shooter. The Dayton shooter has was a Elizabeth Warren supporter. He he was a Bernie Sanders supporter. He also was an Antifa supporter, and also talked about uh, the the very things that are spouted on that side. So, if you want to talk, and look, I am not saying we can blame Elizabeth Warren or blame because you can't. Just as as you shouldn't blame Trump, he didn't pull the trigger. You can't blame Elizabeth Warren, or, but. When you know we what? Start talking I think about we triggers. can blame them all. Because if <laughs> yeah. they were to act more civilly towards each other, then these people wouldn't get the idea that they go out and kill all their opponents, and that's the only way to, well, that's a good to do things, too. to be violent. They're looking at these people as leaders, as examples, and they're setting the wrong example. You know, be civil people. to each other, have a, a mm-hmm. discourse, don't sit there and preach violence against people, tell people they need to go out and, you know. Yeah. You know, uh, what did, was it Max, Maxine Waters? Mm. Went out there and told people yes, to go fight Wa- people if you see them in a place, told yeah. them to be violent to yeah. people, and these are supposed to be our leaders setting our examples, and they're not doing it. You know, bringing this up and just what you were saying, Roger, is that I got in a discussion, I'll say, <laughs> uh, at my church the other day. And, uh, you know, we, we've taken this 
PC stuff so far and so stupid, in my opinion, that, you know, when I was growing up, I wore my little coat and tie, no matter how, you know, at six years old, I was wearing a coat and tie and... No matter how hot it was. Yeah, and short (laughs) pants or whatever to go to church. And I... I don't know. I don't know anything about your all's background, but if I got in a fight or something like that, or I messed up that coat and tie, oh. bad news when the boy got home, you know. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, being pulled by your ear is not real comfortable, you know. <laughs> and thrown in yeah. your car by your ear is not a real it's good not. thing you want to do. But I looked at at my church in an upper scale neighborhood and all this, and. And it's 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 sort of like my sister used to have a party. Come as you are party. They'd go by and kidnap their friends, and it'd be a party, and they'd have them in their nightgowns and in their robes and all. It's a come as you, and that's what church looks like today. Whatever you know, I don't know if, whether they got clean socks on or <laughs> you know, but they're in their shorts. And so the point was that well, you can pray, and it doesn't matter what you're wearing. No, it does because it brings dignity to the place that you are it brings you know and and schools should be the same way when i was you couldn't just wear anything that you wanted Mm -hmm. to in school you had to go there was there were limitations dress codes codes. and i i think this is something we're talking about the family unit and we're talking about what's the answer the answer you all hit it on the head you took my word away from me but (laughs) discipline and that's yeah. that. I think is one of the mm-hmm. most important words in the English language, and we don't have it today. Mm-hmm. We don't. We well, don't the right have, kind of discipline. I the mean, right kind, consequences sure. for action, not not right. being talked to for five minutes and let go when you're five years old. Well, you're not going to retain any of that. Well, the you know students when you're growing up, kids need to be taught that there are consequences for actions because I don't believe that's being taught anymore. And, you know, I don't. And this all came, you know that. The kids today can turn in their parents for giving them a spanking or whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, if, but sounds reminiscent of a if I time had in a, Germany. If yeah. I had a tried to turn my parents in, they would have beat me harder. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been terrible, and they would have moved. <laughs> uh, but, and they wouldn't have given you a forwarding address no, either. No, they wouldn't have. <laughs> but. No, I, I think it, it, we've just gone so far overboard with trying to be correct on everything, and you can't be. And a parent needs to, you know, I, there used to be a line, y'all, again, probably too young, this is going to hurt me a whole lot worse than it hurts you. Oh, yeah, I got that one. I got that one. <laughs> Didn't understand it till I got a little older, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah to why me, is my was, butt hurting? <laughs> yeah, to me, that just wasn't logical, but I, I understand it as I got older. Well, with that being said, we're going to have to wrap it up, put the plug in the jug, and I want to thank my friends for being in today, Victor. My pleasure. Uh, Absolute pleasure. And the stealth man over here that had to make a few comments and point fingers and all this, but (laughs) that's okay. He likes to stir the pot. Yeah, he well, he did. So we'll be back (laughs) some week or someday with more of David's pick on America's Web Radio. Thank you all for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.